took a week off. We are we have returned. It's been two weeks for Ben. Yeah. I hope you're nice and refreshed. Got a lot um, to say, you guys. <laughs> Y'all, um, I don't know if you've ever toyed with it or played with it, but like, the more I incorporate less meat and dairy into my diet, just like the better I feel across the board. You know, when I eat uh, dairy, I can physically feel the difference. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. I, mm. I feel different. Mm. Uh, mm. I've been eating cereal and drinking coffee without dairy milk. Uh, I've been using as little cheese as I can in any of the stuff that I do. Like I made spaghetti tonight. We just I just used a little bit of a little little salt bay sprinkle of parmesan. Um, and also, I made spaghetti again for the second time with uh, tofu instead of ground beef. And like, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Yeah, I'd be. Yeah, it's interesting to see how many uh, recipes like don't really need it, where it's not like the main ingredient anyway. Right. Yeah, but yeah, less um, anything in excess is bad, but less animal products is is probably better. Considering I think most people probably eat animal products too much, like with every meal and stuff. Like there's some really unhealthy practices in American diets about like gotta have yeah. meat with every meal. And no, you don't. <laughs> Guess what? You super do yeah, not. You really don't. Yeah, um, I'm uh, the not this week. I was gonna do it this week, but it got hot again. <laughs> Um, I plan on having like a pot of beans going for most days through this winter just to have like a, oh, I need some protein and I want to add it to whatever I'm eating for lunch. So just throw mm-hmm. a little scoop of beans in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, living with, uh, living with the grandparents while. that summer in 2012 was like, was that 2012 or 2014? I don't know. Living with the grandparents for a minute was like, oh, this is kind of nice. The first couple of days were hell. My body was like, yo, I got to do something with all these beans. <laughs> um, but after you get acclimated, it's a good source of protein that's that, that keeps on giving. Beans, uh, is, uh, beans is high in carbs, though. So a lot of people who are counting carbs and yeah. want to be healthier. Don't eat a over, whole bowl of beans. You can overload a, on beans. It's not hard. Eat a half a cup of beans. Yeah. A couple spoonfuls. Um, well, welcome to Bounty Board, your uh, weekly bean cast. Uh, where we talk about <laughs> non-animal-based protein, yes, and video games, and video games, those two things. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Lubwub Caleb. Uh, to my right is Ben. Say what's up to everybody, Ben. What's up to everybody? And below him is the one and the only Tech Supreme. I love it. I love it. I've forgotten to do that a couple of times, and I feel bad. And now I feel better because I've gotten more of it. Um. <laughs> It's a bounties episode, so we get to talk about what we've been getting up to for the last now two weeks uh, since you've heard from us, and overall the whole month of September, which did have some interesting things in it. Um, but first, I'm going to get into the news. Speaking of interesting things, did y'all watch the fucking Fat Man trailer? No, I did. I did. <laughs> Tech, I I'm sold on that movie. <laughs> Yo, it's like it's it's fun. It's a fun yeah. take, and like I don't know, I I didn't know what would like. When I read the description before I saw the video, I just breezed over Chris Kringle altogether. And then, like, as he says, Santa Claus, also known as Santa Claus, like, why is his name Santa Claus? And I watched the trailer. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, who are confused, Fat Man uh, is described as such. To, dis- to dis- save his declining business, Chris Kringle, also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military, making matters worse. 
Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Tis the season for Fat Man to get even. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. And he like, like I like that he's like a superhero almost. You know what I'm saying? Like he took some shots in it. Like yeah, they shot up my fucking my sleigh and they fucking hit me twice. Like yeah, he's just shrugging it off because he's a fucking Santa Claus. There's a scene of him with like two revolvers standing in the snow and his eyes are like piercing blue. And I was like, man, this Santa fucking slaps. Old it man looks... Mel Gibson is kind of dope. <laughs> old old man Gibson, yes. Has like has some gravitas. gravitas. So I guess his uh, his cancellation contract is over. I guess, huh? Mel Gibson. People back. are allowed to change. Yeah, there's a statute of limitations. I think. So we we oh, did he, he make a canceled? statement on that? Did he did he change? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why was he canceled? Was it, is it something from like anti-Semitic? Oh, I believe. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, very nasty voicemail, wasn't it, Caleb? So there's oh, I don't, I, recordings I'm not sure. hard to find. Was he, was he dropping bombs? Oh yeah. Uh, he did apologize. Well, okay. If you yeah, want a career, you better apologize, I guess. I think yeah. I think with most or, most or things that aren't it. most things that aren't criminal, once enough time passes by, I think people tend to forget. Sure. Especially with all the shit that's happened between now and the last time that we talked about Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. a lot of shit has, has transpired. Oh yeah, like I'm reading an article from 2006 on the <laughs> website World Jewish Congress. About Mel Gibson apologizing for anti-Semitic slur at Jewish police officer during tirade. So, like, it's been f- almost 15 years. Yeah, I gotta let it go, I guess. Yeah. At a, at a point, you just kind of go, yeah, he said some shit when he was angry and drunk. And maybe that's different than, like, having a history of being an abusive asshole. <laughs> now, me personally, I've never been an angry drunk, but every time I'm drunk... I don't say race racist shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. So, drunk words so. or sober thoughts is like a well known yeah, thing. That didn't take <laughs> down the alcohol. Does not take down my my racist firewall. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, I got some gin. Let's let's slam a, a race. <laughs> no, like this doesn't happen. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's some deep seated problemos. But uh, it seems that Mel has made his slow welcome back comeback. I don't even know if Welcome Back is is apt now. He's been in movies for like six years, and people have just kind of yeah, been like, true. "I guess it's okay." He was in uh, what's that one where the the kid has like two dads or something? Was it uh, like Will stepdad Ferrell? or something like that? Yeah, with Will Ferrell. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. It was Will Ferrell and um, Mark Mark, <laughs> right? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. And Mark, yeah. And Mel Gibson I mean, was Mark Wahlberg's dad. Yes. Yeah. And Will Ferrell's dad was somebody like completely opposite um speaking of movies uh they're all not happening soon (laughs) Uh, never getting a new movie no i mean actually regal regal uh, cinemas are closing across the country because of this yeah so yeah some chains are shutting down permanently yeah yeah um i read an article this week that i did not add to this because it was i didn't add it but uh it was saying that like tenant held the soul almost uh inadvertently held the responsibility for encouraging viewers to go back to the theater and because it was such a mind fuck it like did the opposite like people are like don't need to go to the theater to see that i was so like the first big movie that came out was like you don't need to go see this in theaters uh instead of it being like black widow which probably would have made that curve break a different direction Um, see i feel like the the uh i got into an argument on twitter the other day about not an argument but a, a talk about Tenet and being in th- theaters 
um, they had a chance to. It could have gone one of either two ways, right? They could have brought people to theaters, or they could have really made streaming movies premiered like a fucking amazing massive thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like everyone really would have nice. dropped thirty bucks for Tenet at home. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But I understand Christopher Nolan wants to like he makes mo- movies in a certain way that he wants it to be in theaters. But like he had a chance to set a precedence that w- may have actually saved a lot of Hollywood movies. Sure. Had he had he did it did the the streaming, the massive streaming thing. Yeah. Uh, and as these things ripple through the film industry, it's only to be expected that more delays start to happen. Or I guess the delays have been happening, so more theaters are figuring out what the fuck they're gonna do. Uh, and with those delays comes Warner Brothers' whole fucking slate. <laughs> Um, they pushed everything. So, uh, Wonder Woman is back to December 25th of this year. It's been delayed <clears> twice already. Um, the Matrix was actually moved up, which makes sense because it was scheduled for the same day as John Wick 4, and, like, that was never going to happen. Uh, there was a, I did have a theory. There was a long shot theory uh, that The Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 were going to be the same movie, um, but that's not Caleb, right. that theory is way too good for that to be real. I, I mean, think yes. That's a bad theory. Like, I don't, you, I don't want to see that. You don't. That would, that, uh, would shit would be on, dope. that would shit on the John Wick universe, like massively. I mean, a little bit. I mean, a little bit. What if the next Matrix is? Well, if it's the same movie, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, what if? I don't know. What if that explains why he's such a bad? Why? Why he's not dead yet? <laughs> after, <laughs> yeah. After yeah. three thousand people try to kill him. Yeah. Yeah, because he's literally dodging bullets. We just haven't noticed. We are in the Matrix, so we didn't see him moving faster than the Matrix. And then the Matrix goes back and retroactively proves that he was dodging and stopping bullets. Um, <laughs> Dune has been moved from this fall, this winter, sorry, December, to October of next year. Um, which is, like, the that date that Batman was. So Batman fucked off to March of 2022. So we're going to wait for a minute for that. Well, we know that's going through production woes, because Pattinson got the... The Rona and then mm-hmm. production the reshut down. The trailer we got, they said was a trailer shot with like 20, 15% of the movie filmed. That's it. Which, like, that trailer's good for that little of the movie having. That means they got a lot of footage. <laughs> yeah. So, wonder if they went the Snyder route and shot like six hours worth of footage. <laughs> like, sure. Shot a bunch of shit. Or they just shot a bunch of shit for the trailer, knowing they needed to put it out. It's always easier to trim than to add, so. Sure. Yes. Yes, as Snyder's exactly. now experiencing with the eighty million dollar session of reshoots, yeah. <laughs> HBO Justice League. Yeah, HBO's printing their own money right now with shows, so they're fine. Um, the Flash, which was due in June of uh, twenty twenty-two, is now November twenty twenty-two, and then after that, everything is all things we'd heard coming, but are just gonna be further away. Um, two untitled, unannounced event films. The fuck does that even mean? Our June 3rd and August 5th of 2022. Um, Shazam 2 is in 2023, which just forget Shazam 2 is happening. You'll be happier when you're reminded it's happening in three years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black Adam doesn't have a, that didn't have a launch date has been... Oh, it doesn't have a launch date anymore. It was yeah, they, originally it December to, of next year. It moved yeah. to the ether. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Warner Brothers is working on a Minecraft adaptation... Uh, which has been postponed indefinitely, which means... God, that just made me ill. We probably won't see it. <laughs> Why did it make you ill? Minecraft's the biggest game in the world. I know, but what does an adaptation mean? Turning uh, to, the game into a movie? To so people? Maybe. Well, they didn't say live action It could not, be animated, so no like the Lego movies. 
Those are Warner Brothers that productions. Fun. That would be fun. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Be like Mark Wahlberg or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ben, do, do the Transformer, dude. <laughs> I've heard it in years. I've heard it in years, dude. I guess. I don't think it's the semi truck. I think it's the Transformer. <laughs> I think I found a fun. Ah, oh, damn it. I, found it up. I think I found a Transformer. Oh, man. I used to ask Ben to do that every now and again just so I get a laugh. <laughs> just to get a chuckle. Because <laughs> it always cracks me up. I don't know why. It's good, man. So good. I didn't. I haven't watched any of the Transformers after Shia Le, Le Beef left them. The Beef. I tried Le to beef. watch because like they're all on like streaming somewhere, right? Like most of them. Yeah, I tried somewhere. to watch them and I I just can't get past the first scene. <laughs> like I'm just like I got other things. It's I can a lot be of cringe, bro. Oh, you know cringe. what? I did. Amanda and I did watch. Um... <laughs> then then sign in the chat says it's me, Minecraft Steve. How's your mother? <laughs> 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 I love it. Uh, Amanda and I on the way to Scotland, I think, on the way back, um, watched Bumblebee, which people were like, this movie's dope. And when that movie ended, Amanda and I looked at each other and were like, the fuck was this movie about? Because nothing happens in that movie. That's a pretty good movie. I haven't sure. seen it. And I've seen if it, you like movies, it's on Hulu. <laughs> this main plot conceit is like, we're being chased. And that's it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Out of the moviescape and back into games. PlayStation Trophies is getting a makeover. Um, PlayStation's subpar response to achievements is still subpar. That's my that's my subheader. Um, yeah, dude. It's I don't I think trophies are dumb. Can I, it's can a I really, say something? Yeah, go ahead. I've been playing Xbox since the day it dropped, and I really don't understand the achievement. Like, I I never looked into it either. But I don't understand their achievement scale. Like, I don't understand. Like, I just log in and it says, such and such is 30 points ahead of you. I have no idea what any of that shit means. Oh, so when you get an achievement, yes, people do care. I actually worked with a guy at the GameStop in Jacksonville who was, like, number six on the all-time list for highest gamer scores and got an Xbox One Day One edition given to him by Microsoft. Um, Yeah, so, like, there's perks. Um, but yeah, when you get an achievement, it's got like a, you know, little 25G or 100G and those add up. And like, it's the kind of this, like, it's like a black card at a point, right? People see your account and you've got like a million points and you're like, oh shit, this dude's been playing for a long time. It's like a, it's like a. What's a black card to you? It's like street cred. It's. A black card doesn't eliminate American Express card. Like an American Express, American Express black. Not like, yo, you've revoked your black card. No. (laughs) Yeah, a black card is an American Express card with an unlimited balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an American Express card where they're like, we don't care. You have enough money to pay us back. Um, That's a weird Or or more likely, you don't have enough money to pay us back, but we're going to make you think you do. It's literally black. Yeah. The card is actually black. No, I get it. Anyway, um, so... I don't know. It's it's interesting to to see where you are with your friends. I guess if you're like a that that kind of gamer, I suppose. But on a different note, but related, I wanted to know what I've been playing the last few weeks because that's what this episode's about. So I went and looked at my achievements to see literally what I've sure. been playing the last couple of weeks. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and, and the achievement system also kind of keeps track of like not just the achievements you've gotten, but like the time you're putting into games. That's you can go I do that, enjoy that it, aspect of it. Yeah, it shows you like you've been this playing over the last few yeah. years. You might surprise you, like, oh yeah, I did play that. You know what I mean? It lets me know I play Apex way too much. <laughs> That's why you don't look into it, Tech, because you're afraid of what it's gonna. It's what's gonna show you. You know, I don't feel it's bad like going into the tunnels in Dagobah. I think I'm like, I'm like what am I? I'm like number eight on my list of Apex players as t- as far as time. So I don't feel that. Oh, I'm on my friends list, so I don't feel that bad. 
That's incredible. No, don't feel bad. I've never been number one in anything except for XCOM. Uh, because when mm. those games come out, I just kind of live in them for a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, PlayStation what's your, uh, System... What's your, achievements? what's your achievement score, guys? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I will look it up while I'm reading this. Um, PlayStation has always been strange to me because it's not really based on like an actual accumulated score. And it's more based on like a number that's attributed. Like people have trophy level 12. And according to this new system, which now goes from one to a thousand, um, people that had trophy level twelve will start somewhere in the low two hundreds of the new system. So it's the system that exists now is arbitrary as fuck and doesn't make any sense. Oh, so, and so a lot of people they, are just they wanted like, levels hey. as opposed to just a flat out score. That's interesting. Sure, and this is still levels, right? Let's still <laughs> level one through a thousand, but like it's more distinct and gives you more. Um, granular tracking of what you've been doing. And people, if, if anything has been proven in the last several years, it's that people like actually getting into the meta of things and the stats of things. Statistics, yeah. Yeah, so like giving people stats on their games, like, eh, all right, cool. People are going to want a, that. You have 109,399. Yep, just got it pulled up. Tech, did you find yours? I have, uh, is, is it the G score? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 19,000. <laughs> all right. I have 119,000. Okay, so you're 10K over 10K me? 10K over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> Fucking nerds. I wonder what that ranks in uh, Xbox, Xbox Achievements. Oh, I can tell you that the number rankings. one player with Xbox Achievements has over 2.5 million points. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not pretending to be, you know, anywhere near that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I haven't been a hardcore gamer in it, um, before the last three years. Like I've always yeah, played, sure. uh, but like I've never. I think it was PUBG that got me. Pl- I think I've said this before on the podcast that PUBG got me into the playing every night mode. Yeah, PUBG life. is what made you buy your first headset. Yeah. That's yeah. when you hit. That's when you hit that moment. Yeah, we're like, like surround sound. Bring it up. Let's get serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the seventh page, and it's still it's in the eight hundred thousands. You dr- you lose a million in the tr- top ten. It goes from like two point five million to one point five million. Sure. So it drops off pretty quickly. The so, 1% yeah. is always significantly higher than the... This Look at that. Look at that. So, yeah, I'm on page 13. It's still 700,000, so... All right. Uh, I don't have a way to, like, get to... I don't know, it's difficult. There's there's 10,000 pages of this, so... Let me go to... Let me go 10,000 pages? Good Lord. Okay, so five... Page... Uh, 250,000 rank is 44,000. Okay, so you're in the top quarter million. Uh, <laughs> 124,000 position is 80,000 gamer score. Did I just go backwards? No, I'm going right. Uh, yeah, anyway. So we anyway. can talk about something else. It's not very interesting. But no, you're good. You're, what is you're, in, the, you're in the top... What'd you Hold say? Hundred thousand? Hold on. Hold on. At I'm 80, close. At I'm at I'm at hundred and ten thousand. What's what's that? Uh gamer score and that's uh seventy five thousand position on the leaderboard. That's alright. I'm at the seventy five thousand mark and you're probably at the sixty thousand mark. Which isn't bad. It's not bad at all. Not bad so, at all. Something I wanted to add that I didn't, I'm gonna upload a picture of it if I can figure out how to do that real quick. Um 
NBA 2K released some comparisons of current gen to next gen. Um, oh. Some side by sides. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I watched one of these videos. Yeah. Uh, here's a picture for Ben. Just so you, I mean, I know you guys don't play 2K like I do, but just to oh, see the difference. Stuff. Holy shit. Yeah, that's what? fucking wild, dude. Yeah. I kind yeah. of assumed the one on the right was where we were at anyway. That's strange. It's not. Because I've I mean, seen sweat and stuff already. Yeah, they already had sweat. Yeah. They've had sweat for years. Um, but, but sweat that's obviously ray tracing. The, the lighting mm -hmm. is, is yeah. the key to this one. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on here. Look how much yeah, darker the tongue is. That Push the back great. of the mouth. The picture's great. Yeah, it's great. It's there's more. Solid. There's more texture and muscle uh, and shit like mm -hmm. that. It's real good. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say they did a couple screen comparisons of Steph Curry like in older 2K games to now, and then it, it became a funny thing because at one point he looks like a completely different person uh, than he <laughs> does now. Sure. Yeah. That's. That's interesting. I'm I'm curious to see where where other sports go because football is always the one that people go to for like the look at what it looks like now. But it's hard to tell high levels of detail. I think watching football because everyone's wearing pads and football helmets and masks and visors and all sorts of shit. So seeing like basketball and um, soccer, where it's a lot more loose and moving shit, like that's yeah, that's big. That's big moves. It's big changes. Yeah. Big changes, and I think um, it is so funny because I think every gaming community is toxic now. Like that's like I'm stuck on this premise. People were like, the only thing they did was add sweat. <laughs> like, no, that's a big difference. No, their faces look different. Yeah, their faces have depth now, which is boy, that's a handsome fellow, huh? You know, he was actually uh, that's um, Boyan. What's his name? Uh, I always butcher his name, but he's uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. Really dope uh, center, huge guy. But he was Obviously. the uh, first person John Wick fought in John Wick Three. Yes, oh, that's the library. Cool. That's funny. That's a little fun. Um, I think the NBA fact. found him under a bridge before he joined the NBA, I think. <laughs> Come on. Boban Marjanovic. Yeah, he's, 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 he's very funny, too. He's complete, Of course, he's you know from Europe somewhere. But he's a really funny guy, like when he does interviews and stuff like that. And he's like 7'4", 5", or something, like something stupid. Like he's <laughs> when he, like when he, massive. When he walks up to John, it's, well, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> John, you're like, oh, God. He's got to fight this big motherfucker to start. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Next Gen's going to do some shit that, like, we're going to realize, oh, the stuff I've been playing doesn't look great until... Mm -hmm. I mean, it. yeah, it's it's always that, that leap. Yeah, that Steph Curry looks like a different dude. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It's fucking wild, man. I it's mean, so even good. the hair looks so yeah. good. Yeah, the hair looks so fucking good, dude. It's, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. Maybe we'll see games actually do their due diligence to make you know good black hair types now that they can <laughs> do it with technology or I whatever. Mean, no offense or nothing, but maybe it takes a little extra processing power to do it right. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> right. Right? I mean, yeah, you mean maybe? I mean, maybe this is the the proof the proof of that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Hyperscape, a game that I am the only person in this group that cares about. Um, has its season two popping off, and its narrative trailer came out, and its battle pass trailer came out, and its battle pass includes an Assassin's Creed skin, which is dope. I am down. Um, the player speaking... base fell off so hard for that game. Oh, so hard, so hard. It's like sad. it, it fell, like. Yep, it's it just. What do you think? It just wasn't different enough. No, I think they. I think they just from their currently existing. I think the know. curve was too steep. Honestly, mm. I think it's plenty different. I think it was too hard. That's why both of y'all stopped playing. Yeah, it's too twitchy. Yeah. I can't get into it. Yeah, which that's, like that's if it had been a little easier to get to get into with like 
better, uh, like a less speed and a little more fluidity uh, to fighting instead of just running, people would have stuck around. I think the learning curve is too steep, which, like, to me is kind of an indicator that it was made for PC primarily. <laughs> it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't enjoyable. There's a lot of yeah. Twitch, there's a lot of really fast Twitchy shooters out there. This game should have found its. I think found its none of them are Battle Royales, though. It's true. I think they I think they did really well with launch by basically uh acquiescing to the streamers. Like they pay the streamers. Yeah. They it was a massive streaming campaign, streamer campaign. Oh, which yeah, is dope. Uh, but also you have these streamers telling you this is the greatest game, this is the dopest, this is it, because they got paid to, not because they <laughs> believed it. You know what sure, I'm saying? Sure. So it just didn't didn't check out. Yep. I still enjoy it. I still enjoy popping in. Um I enjoy playing solo more because I've don't have multiple friends willing to endure it for long enough times for me to feel like it's worth it. But uh, the I think the visual style is fucking tops, and uh, I'm excited one. to see them continue to support it. It's Ubisoft; they'll support stuff until it's successful. They've proven they that they'll do that several times. Yeah, so we'll see. True. The game currently has 398 viewers on Twitch. It's not great. That's not good at all. It's not great. It's not great. Um, speaking of Assassin's Creed skins, though, Watch Dogs Legion got a new story trailer um, with gameplay and also a post-launch roadmap, which sounds very cool. Um, they announced that you're going to get to play as Aiden Pierce, and everyone was like, but he was the worst character. <laughs> and you're not wrong. He was. Um, but they also said that Wrench from um, Assassin's Creed, or sorry, Watch Dogs 2 is going to be in the game, and Wrench fucking rocks. Um, and then there's a, yeah, it's the guy with the, the digitized mask that changes when he talks. Um, he was a very good character. And then there's a third character that you can't make out, and then they confirmed that the last character, Ben, is a present-day fucking assassin Yeah. in London. Oh. And, like, let's okay, let's get our Assassin's Creed in London. Yep. Let's let our That's Assassin's cool. Creed in present-day now. Let's do it. Yep. Um, I always said that Watch Dogs felt like... Splinter Cell moved in the direction of what Assassin's Creed could be in, in a present-day setting, and then Watch Dogs 2 was, like... Oh, yo, these takedowns are just Splinter Cell takedowns, but <laughs> in an open world, this is Assassin's Creed. So, like, let's fucking go. Futuristic Assassin's Creed, let's go. I'm, t I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm also ready for Vikings. I'll be fine. Um, the story trailer is very good. Um, it's, it clues you into a few more of the, like, acting factions and what's happening in the city. Um, and I'm done with that. Uh, I'm psyched for this game, yo. And it's the end of this month. It's like a couple weeks away. I'm fucking pumped. I cannot wait for Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, it's gonna cut my teeth on on Cyberpunk right before Cyberpunk. Is so. um is Watch Dogs Legion the uh, Legion on the list of um next next gen upgrade? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Ubisoft's doing that across the board. So if you buy it on one, you get it on the next. Because I am um, definitely watching what I'm buying these days until you know. Sure. Next sure. Month. Sure, NBA being one of those that you have to make sure you have to pull out the spreadsheet and make sure yeah. you buy the right one. Dude, I literally sat before when it launched. I sat for at least ten minutes after the after the launch. Like, which is the I even YouTube like which is the best version to get because the one I was gonna get was gonna be the wrong one. So, yep, there you go. Like, and it's weird because it's like the that game always has three editions, right? The regular, yeah. the the. Uh, Legendary. Legendary, color. and then the... the, the Deluxe goat, or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. Um, whatever we're named to give it. 
Yeah. So it's already, it's already already a uh, confusing thing for a lot of like less than super invested players. But then mm-hmm. when you get into the like, <laughs> uh, now there's two other editions, the Mamba Forever, and then like the the next gen bundle. Next gen edition, yeah. Which is like just fucking. Ugh. Make really it simple. Arrogant. I hate it. I hate. Yeah, it. it's real dumb. That. We'll get over it. We'll get over it in like six months. When con- games oh, yeah. stop catering to cross generational um, releases, but until then, we kind of have to deal. Um, I think Assassin's Creed, or no, there's a game coming out that I thought was both that's only next gen. It's not Assassin's Creed, though. Anyway, oh, really? it might be Assassin's Creed. I don't remember. But yeah, it's, it always surprises me when games are like, all right, we're done doing cross gen stuff. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity was that for the Xbox One. And then they made a separate Assassin's Creed for 360, which had a more sensible story. Um, I got a side note for you, Caleb. What's up, dude? What's Have you up? ever heard of Camelot 331? He's on YouTube. No. He's, he's built his entire platform on being an ex-GameStop employee. <laughs> <laughs> and leaking okay. conference calls. Oh, like wow. He, oh, shit. He, he leaks conference calls. And uh, it's, it's actually super entertaining. How does he... Uh continue to get people, access to conference calls people, people just send him stuff his, at this point he has 131,000 subscribers on YouTube so people are people who work there are sending him audio of conference calls ah uh, that's awesome yeah um and i had a i had a, I have a GameStop question that i that, that hit my mind today i got you know we got the consoles from them and i got the warranty but what happens if they close where when like before like, our consoles come out? No, like after. Like say like something goes wrong with my Xbox next year and they're closed. Oh, and GameStop's gone. <laughs> like what That's happened? a good ass point. I mean, you go to you go through Microsoft for the for the manufacturer's warranty. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just hope to God it's not because you dropped it down the stairs because all a GameStop warranty is is a manufacturer's warranty that you could take to a store instead of sending off to Microsoft. Fun mm-hmm. fact. Um so like you know, that's that's an excellent point. And when they were like you want to pre-order the warranty, I was like no, <laughs> I, I specifically did. because of this, because I was like, "What if they're not a here?" <laughs> I did, but now I regret my decision. Like, oh, that's all right. You can cancel it. You can just get that fifty bucks and use it towards your your console when you go to pick it up. Or towards uh, towards something. Yeah, yeah. You can get it back in cash. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Pre-orders are cancelable at any time. There are people that come in to buy games that came. I don't work there anymore. There are people that would come in with pre-orders that were two years old three years old that our database would be like it was for something they wouldn't even know what it was for anymore because the skew had changed and I'd mm-hmm. give people 10 15 dollars back because they had two or three pre-orders just kind of sitting in the ether mm-hmm. so like I remember yeah. that for uh, Game Crazy that people just had pre-orders they didn't pick up so they just had money sitting around in the system yep and then we'd cancel that and re-roll it into something new yep and I would get credit for it <laughs> oh no that's bad what you just described is bad <laughs> But I like it. I wouldn't get money for it, but like, I, we got, we were incentivized to sell pre-orders, so. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how GameStop was when I left. Mm-hmm. It was like you got to get more of these pre-orders because that's how we prove that because we we're sense. important. You know, interesting thing on that. I was listening to a podcast recently. I talked to you about this, uh, Ben, slightly. Uh, there's a podcast called I don't remember um, <laughs> with Alana Pierce and Troy Baker and. Austin Wintry and Mike Bithell, so a game oh. journalist, um, a voice actor, 
a composer and a game director. It's actually a really good, like, diverse... They can talk about just about anything because everyone's got experience doing some of it. Um, but they talked about Steam and wishlisting. Okay. And, like, people shit on pre-ordering a lot. Don't pre-order things. Just buy them when they come out because pre-ordering is, like, a bad blah, blah, blah. And uh, Mike Bithell made a point, made a case for wishlisting on Steam. Well, do, you know, do you know the case against pre-ordering? I mean... There's several. Which I mean, which one are you going to? Which well, one? I don't know. As as somebody who works in an industry that sort of relies on it, you know, like I, we don't know how many. I just got my numbers for my first issue, and that's how we know how many to print. So I yeah. know that doesn't apply to Assassin's Creed because they're going to make a billion copies. But like, how many copies do you send to Columbus, Ohio's third district? or something right right so why what's so that's that's the necessity that's the business side of it the case what's, oh what's i thought the you were i thought it? you were like gonna give me the case against it no not asking me what the cases are okay yeah so the cases against it that i hear the most often are that like you're incentivizing a company uh and 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 encouraging them based on them not showing you a complete product which is a logical fallacy, <laughs> but like one that's used pretty freely by people that opposed pre-orders. Um, but uh, on this podcast, they were talking about how Steam wishlisters, like almost twenty percent of people that wishlist the game, buy it, and that's like a really, really high return. Like most people that sign up for email newsletters don't open them, sure. But like twenty percent of people that Steam wishlist something come back to buy it. And then after that, like 4%, 8% will buy it in the next year, mm-hmm. and 4% will buy it in the next two or something like that. Okay. So, like, it's a pretty big number, and he said that people will literally take their wish list numbers to publishers to negotiate deals and be like, this many people wish listed, and they'll be like, all right, we'll invest this much. Like, so, yeah, that shit's wild, and I didn't even I didn't even know that that was a, as big a, yeah. a, a return for people. Um but yeah, you guys just reminded me I had something on my wish list that I need to buy. <laughs> nice. I, I check my wish list pretty often. Yeah, I uh, I, I suggested I this year that. with our like group of friends that we all because Xbox lets you wish list now that we should all make a wish list and then make it public and then play Secret Santa and just buy something on somebody else's wish list. <coughs> That'd be nice. It'd be dope. It'd be dope. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the wish lists are dope. And uh, people should use them liberally because it's a good way to remind yourself oh, that you wanted something when it goes on sale, among other, among other things. Um, so it's like pre-ordering for free. Every pre-order is technically for free. So I'm about to buy Killer Queen Black because I forgot that it was on my wish list. Is it yeah, it was cheap recently too. Two bucks. Also, no. two so bucks. Is it still only two dollars? Yeah, yeah. That's why. I, that's why I said, "Oh, thank God," because I have okay. forgot all about it. Yeah. But it's still, yeah, Where is that, that game? Is on Steam. Mm-hmm. It's not Steam, yeah. All right. We need to play Among Us, guys. I was about to say the same know, thing. Among Us is $5. It. <laughs> is it? Do say less. Yeah. Say it's less. only $5. Not like on sale. Like, it's just a $5 game. That's it. I'm like, why are we not doing that. it? I'm about to buy that, too. <laughs> Thanks, like, it's in the shopping cart. <laughs> right next to it. To it's fucking dope. Yeah, I've uh, I've watched a lot of people, a lot of, like, clips of people playing that game, and it's fucking dope. Uh, I want to play it. I want to get a group together and play it. It'd be awesome. Stream it. All that shit. Let- Let's just fucking do it. Denstein just bought Killer Queen as well. I know the Dents already have Among Us, so we already have like three. We got Denstein, Dentalicious, and Dentacular. Um, 
And you can play Among Us for free on mobile. Is it cross-platform, though, Denstein? That is the question. That is the actual question. Um, but that's it for news. Unless anybody else has something else they want to add. You know, these things happen where, like, news happens and you remember it. I think I've been days. enough times. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We got to update people. We got to keep people updated. Um, so on to the main topic. It's a bounty episode. So, in our bounty episodes, we run you through what we've been getting up to for the last month. Um, and September was kind of interesting, I think, for us, because we tried a bunch of different shit. Mm-hmm. We got into Battlefield again. Um, that might have been more of August. But uh, we, I think we tried a bunch of different stuff and, like, enjoyed a bunch of different stuff. Um, I guess I'll kick off by saying, I'm going to open Steam real quick, just to clarify for myself how much time I exactly I put into it. I put 22 hours into Hades in the last <laughs> two weeks. That's good. Um, I've, that I've been watching you play that a lot. That game is fucking awesome. It looks cool. I've never uh, had an inclination to play a game that like is a roguelike, that like when you die, you start over, because it just seems like most of those games have like a, a complete lack of um, continuity. Right? Like, the game, you die, and it's like, cool, start over. Um, and most of the times I'd experienced that, it just kind of acted like you didn't just die and have to start over. And so Hades is this game that, like, instead weaves its story into, like, the fact that you are dying. So every time you come back, there's people that will, like, talk about you having died to a specific enemy um, mm-hmm. or will give you different tips based on where you are different people will become available to talk to, different events will happen based on how long you've been trying. Um, It's very good. And the whole time you're, like, building a relationship with um, these Greek gods that, like, just found out they have a nephew in in hell. And they're all like, why didn't our our brother tell us about this? Uh, It's very interesting. And you fight your dad, Hades. You play Zagreus. Sorry, you're not actually Hades. You're his son, Zagreus. Uh, it's very you good. To, you have to fight him multiple times, right? So, if you mean by, like, he has a second phase, yes. <laughs> no, I heard uh, to get the real ending, you've got to kill him, like, ten times or some shit. shit like oh, that. I don't know, man. I haven't killed him once. Mm-hmm. I've fought him, like, eight or ten times out of my 28 runs in total, um, but have not killed him yet. He has two phases, so when I kill, when I thought I killed him the first time, I was like, fuck yeah! And then his health all came back, and I was like, oh. Oh, this is some nostalgic fucking... Should have seen that coming. Final Fantasy shit. I should have seen this coming, yeah. Um, it's, uh... It's great. It's great. All the characters are sexy <laughs> as fuck, too. It's a little weird. Yeah, the character designs are awesome. The character designs are great. Um, there's... Not a lot that Supergiant does that I'm not always into. Um, Mm -hmm. They've made Transistor and Bastion and um, Pyre, and all those games have a very distinct visual style, very good music, and really good writing. Uh, And this is no different. It's just full of all of those things. Great design, great writing, great music. Um, Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. I really like the game. I've never... Like I said, never played a roguelike. I've gotten into this much. And for a melee brawler, um, it's very good. I like it a lot. I'm pretty happy the uh, internet seems to be pretty taken with it, too. So Yeah. yeah. They did a, on your success. Yeah, they did a... They greenlit it, too. They did the Steam Early Access program. And, like, 
I bought the game like six months ago. Maybe even closer to a year ago. Like right when it came into early access. Knowing that I was going to want it, but I did not play it until it was done. So I just like gave them the money and then listened to people talk about it and be like, all right, it's close. It's close. And then when I found out that it was 1.0, I was like, all right, time to jump in. And like it was that week. Uh, maybe even the day of they're announcing it going 1.0 that I was Yeah, like, I didn't really hear about it till till launch day. So Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. So uh, Denstein saying it started in epic early access. So there you go. Um, but they also have these like patch notes they'll put through and they have, you know how like a menu has like a star next to certain things that's like this one's spicy or this one's a favorite. Um when they do patch when they do patch notes, they um tell you which patches were specifically generated because of user feedback. Okay. So you know, like, what changed because people said, hey, we should change this. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Groovy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, Who's let's been see. playing what? I've definitely dropped off of Avengers. I stopped playing Avengers. Yo, I swear to God I was just about to say <laughs> that, bro. Yo, like, yeah. yo, like, I don't know what it is about that game. I just lost complete interest. I finished the story, and then I was like, I don't want to keep grinding this. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't enough uh, level diversity. I didn't want to play the same shit over and over again. I do plan on getting through the skill trees of at least two of the other people. I want a fully maxed Hulk and a fully maxed Iron Man. I don't enjoy Thor that much. Widow's skill tree is very small, but uh, I am looking forward to all the characters they've got coming, of course. Yeah, that yeah, game I think will draw can... me back with characters, I think. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that'll be the... Uh... The turning point for me, I'll probably hop back in it if they drop some mm-hmm. new characters. I need yeah. I need new mission types. The multiplayer scope seems pretty small, uh, but I did enjoy it. It's just pretty buggy. It's pretty buggy, and um, and we had a hard time with matchmaking and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I'll just go. I'll come back for more content. So, yeah, sure. Uh, it was, it was I, the gameplay loop for me. It just didn't do it. It just doesn't do enough for me. Yeah. yeah, there were a couple times um, that I was just like, yeah, this combat doesn't feel good enough for me to keep trying when I'm dying. Yeah. You, you know what it was? Um, when you played a mission that was too easy for you, and you were just like killing everything in one hit, you're like, yeah, this feels like a movie. This feels like the end of Ultron with the last sure, thing. And they're sure. just wiping mm-hmm. robots out with one hit. It's like, yes, this feels great. But the game's not based on that play style. The game's based on giving you enemies that are tough for you to beat, so you have to just fucking wail on them for... You know, thirty seconds, and that's not comic books. No, it was weird. It was not weird. Avengers. <laughs> it right. was a weird up and down with with the level difficulty for me. Yeah. Like one level would be a breeze, and the next level is like just insane. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how the fuck am I supposed to beat this? You know, but one of the biggest things I have with the combat is is the to close the gap. Uh, it always feels like I have to run to them. Mm-hmm. And while you're not hitting them because you're too far away, you're getting long ranged. You're getting sniped. So yeah, it just there's always not felt enough. like yeah. I was just closing the gap. Closing, come on, close the gap. And there's a few like Black Widow that has a close the gap feature. Yeah, her I think Iron Man might too. And then Kamala, of course, has long arms. But for the most time, you're it's just yeah. Something Dude, about the combat's strange. Yeah, Tech, I not think bad. you were having a moment. The same time I was in the game, where you were like, this is so hard, I'm about to uninstall it. Um, and I'm going to guess it was fighting as Kamala? No, no. The, oh, my shit. breaking point was Black Widow. When you first get Black Widow, that last mission, when you're rest, trying to rescue Kamala, that 
annoyed me to no end. Oh wait, was it the boss fight with the lady in the mech suit? Uh, no, that was that was oddly easy. Oh, yeah, she was really, that. she was really. Was it that getting up there? That, that beat. Was it getting it was up like, there? The it was, was, yeah. It was that one room, uh, like that had uh, had like these little rafters you can you can grapple. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Man, the first <laughs> fucking ten times, I just get melted. Yeah, dude. Like if I get hit once, I'm dead. Hmm, sure. it, felt, it, felt, it was very frustrating. I got past it, but it was very frustrating. And I, I think, don't want to be frustrated when I play a game. No, not at all. I think the I time want it to be I, difficult. Yes. <laughs> sure. But, but not so difficult no. that like I want to break my controller. Um, there were, I think it was the when Kamala invades the aim facility by herself. Yeah. yeah. And you have to fight that giant room full of people. And it just keeps spawning people in, and some are yeah. throwing gas grenades, and some are shooting at you, and some have those block, those blocking invisible shields that you that, that you fucking dumb. never. It so never dumb. works. For, like okay, like I know what buttons to press to get around the block, but it never works for never me. Never works. Never fucking <laughs> like, worked. I know Ben's like, oh, this easy parts, but for me, no, no, I, I didn't mean, enjoy it at all. No, every 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 seems like every scene is different levels of difficulty for everybody else like you said you breezed through that mech fight that's the fight i died on the most really yeah so it was, it, the game got me so mad i had to stop streaming it <laughs> like, like somebody yeah, in my chat sure. was like bro you need to play something else <laughs> like, <laughs> i was getting so mad bro yeah i had a moment like that with um it was bringing up it was bringing up my day right like i was like oh man i'm just having a bad day and uh this game ain't helping like it was like fuck it was bringing real life into <laughs> it, it. Was, like, it was it was getting so deeper than yeah that's fucking hilarious and i and you know i never had that feeling with spider-man and i compare it to spider-man because it's a marvel game like i'm gonna compare it to what it you know sure sure it's it's, it's own competition but yeah i, I just didn't enjoy it and it, i felt like i felt like the the um I don't know the right word, but the the variants, the variations of difficulties, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I think the worst fight I'm remembering now was when you're with Hulk and Kamala playing as Kamala in the desert, and the Watchdogs show up for the first time, and you have to jump over that chasm and fight them in that like wrecked out pit because there's like mm. three or four guys flying around, and s dodging their sniper shots is like impossible. Yeah. So I would just keep getting hit, and their shots would do so much, and then stagger me for the bigger guys and just beat the shit out of me. Uh, and I was like, I'm with Hulk. <laughs> like, no one's so big, Hulk can't fucking thrash them. So, like, so what the fuck is this? A man a in a suit with... can't beat Hulk. No. Right. Period. <laughs> no. So there's a fallacy know. with this game's design, then. Like, yeah. You know, why would you design a gameplay experience to have eight... Each enemy give you a challenge. Each one. No, there should, should be enemies you just fucking plunk, you plunk, should, You should plunk, plow plunk, through hundreds. It should feel like Dynasty Warriors. You should yeah. be like, rah, rah, just The like, only time. Just a bulldozer. And then you get to uh, maybe one of those tank things. Yeah, that looks like that could take more than one hit, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. The only time we should have that feeling is the boss. Right. Yeah, literally. Or mini, or mini bosses before the boss. But yeah, if you could have bosses that made you play up your abilities to beat them more than just beat the shit out of them during like different attack phases, mm -hmm. great. Yeah, also, I felt like Tony's chest laser should have cut through a crowd like fucking Homelander's eyes did in his <laughs> yes. little vision. I yes. was like, I should just be like, just yes. mowing um, people down. If you unlock the Omega Blast, which is both hands and your chest, uh, it kind of does. 
That's dope. Yeah, that is yeah. dope. Pretty strong. I think the Every only time way I to launched play this it, game... Odin was like, "Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice." Yeah. I think the only way to play this game is on easy. Mm. Because that's the only time it feels like being a superhero. Mm. Outside of that, it I'm feels like. Feel like... I'm supposed to feel like I'm a superhero, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm supposed to feel like yeah. nobody can fuck with me. I'm the Hulk. Yeah. I Honestly, like, I had some of my best conversations about that game playing as Hulk. Because, like, the stream would be like, do you think you would die before Hulk smashed you into the ground? <laughs> like, your body would just turn off and be like, you don't want to feel this. Or... Well, would, yeah, <laughs> you definitely wouldn't down. feel that. Yeah, like... Immediate like shock. Like falling no, off if... a plane. If you're if you're sitting there and Hulk is running towards you, your mind is the same as falling in a building off a off a building. <laughs> you yeah. black you're out gonna by the go time into gets, shock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you might be facing the other direction trying to run away, but as soon as his fingers wrap around your torso, you just go to sleep. <laughs> just <Yeah. that's> done. <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? The fear no. Of, oh like, my god. You're on your street in front of your house and you look down the street and Hulk is running towards you, slapping cars <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> Oh my god! I would just piss and die. I would just, I would uh, just literally just. What happened? He just died. <laughs> I think we just stumbled into the story of uh, of the boys actually, just being a, a just being a normal uh, ass person with yeah. a superhero when the soup's running by. Yeah, I love that show. I, is episode eight out? No, seven? tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. It's it's Thursday nights. Okay. Season it's season the finale. finale. Wait, it's the finale. It's the only eight episodes. Was the first season eight episodes? That is a wonderful question I do not know the answer to. <laughs> Damn. Yep. The next episode's the... F- fuck that. We have to wait a year? Nah, They're not going to resolve Love, shit. Get on Lovecraft Country after that. Oh my oh. god, that show is just... So I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched that yet. I it's did, some, though... Something special. I did, though, finish um, Raised by Wolves. Nice. I haven't started Oh that. god, I can't get into that show anymore. It's just, I just Where not are you? It interesting. Where like, are episode you? Episode 5, bro. Okay, no, that's five, yeah. Five yeah. or six. You tried. Yep, you did. I gave it. I, I gave it as much effort as I could, but it just didn't like. I was watching the last episode that I that I did watch, and I was just like, man, I just don't care right now. <laughs> like it's just, it's literally the three episodes of the same shit. Homie, over and it's over a again. Prometheus ass show, though. I will say that the first half is like Prometheus. pretty and boring, and the last half is like, what the fuck is going on? Because. <sighs> Uh, let me tell you, you know those like collages people put up of four pictures that are sp- spoilers but have no mm-hmm. context so you don't yeah, understand yeah. what they are? I want to do one of those for for Raised by Wolves because the last two would be so wild to people because the last like two episodes of that show are just the most fucking bananas shit you've ever seen. Nice. Yeah. That's a good sales pitch. Um, No, it's the reason I don't like the show. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, because for a minute it was like, yo, this is like Ridley Scott gave somebody else the opportunity to write with his universe. Um, the androids have milky blood. They're all they all have like these weird superiority complexes, especially with within each other in relationships with their androids. Um, they build this entire conflict on like a hyper religious people fighting a war against the atheists and destroying mm-hmm. Earth, and then the atheists sending androids out to raise humans in an atheist colony which is like really fucking cool and then the religious people show up and then the end of the show was like but what if this is the garden of eden and i was like what the fuck i love it um it's wild it's wild it's um, so harder is that what you say? The, honestly the more i talk about it the more i'm like well 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of good. Ironically, uh, you've just, and I won't go into details, but you've just stumbled into Lovecraft Country a little bit, actually. Which is, sure, sure, okay. Uh, so so that show is really good. Yeah, I'm only, yeah. I've only watched uh, two episodes, actually. But Yeah, you got it. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's deep, man. It's layered. So Kim's a little uh, racially sensitive, so when we see really <laughs> awful things... Up on a fucking podcast. No, 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 not, not in a bad way or nothing, but like when we watched the start of... Um, the Watchmen, Watch the, with, Watchmen the Tulsa, yeah. with the Tulsa riots. I had, I had to turn that off. Yeah, we were both like, "This is rough." And then same thing with Lovecraft. Like, it's rough. And I'm, I'm and, and she was real me... angry. She's like, "What the fuck are we watching?" And then the last ten minutes, monsters come out. No surprise, you've seen the trailer. Yeah. And she's like, "Boy, if <laughs> if this was just gonna be another Central Park Five fucking side fest, it... I don't want that right now." <laughs> sure, sure. And I am a little bit tired of this narrative yeah. Yeah. in in what is to be considered black cinema mm-hmm. like um, uh, dig into that for me because I haven't seen this so what narrative racial. do you specifically oh Ra- okay. like, like yeah. we fight, we're fighting ra- racial because I have to fight this every day of my life as it is and Umbrella like, Academy's doing it too who is? Umbrella Academy how, how so? Cause oh I yeah 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 absolutely I saw that, I, I've seen that season twice shit Absolutely, dude. They go back in the six in the, to the to the six the sixties. Yeah, and um, Vanya, no, not Vanya, Allison, is in a race war. Yeah, and I get it. It's cool, but like it can't be the only thing that that is entertainment. Because then I wonder, are they who are they making it for? Like who's who's enjoying this, right? Like I don't know. It, it's, I think it's, it's, it's racial, like a but it's deep. Yeah, I think it's like a two five. What am I trying to say? Not a two headed. A double edged sword. I think it's a double edged sword. Yeah. Where, like, you're making it to both, like, make the 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 minority community be like, yeah, see, our struggle's being represented. But also, you're hoping that, like, white people will be like, oh, shit, <laughs> this is yeah. bad. Like, look at, Watch- look at Watchmen. Yeah. Like, there I, were conversations that got Watchmen started was. about the Tulsa race riots because, like, nobody knew yeah. they were a thing. As much as I loved Watchmen, and I loved it a lot, it felt a little shoehorned in. Like this isn't Watchmen. Now, to counter my own to myself, it's so topical. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with the rest of these shows, it's so important right now that I how do you resist as a creator with a platform on HBO? How do you resist the temptation to to have a message? And as but, we know, comic books have been have, have been messages since the start. Captain America was fighting Nazis. That's how he got his start. Listen, the, the I, X-Men are, I know are civil rights. Right. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is content that they could be creating with black people that's not this narrative. Sure. But why is all of the narrative that I see, Watchmen, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at HBO Max now, Watchmen, Lovecraft Country, The Wire, mm-hmm. uh, Just Mercy, which is a uh, Michael B. Jordan movie, mm-hmm. and it's going to be about, you know, it's about, I already know what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it all have to be that, right? Why can't we get more of the like Zendaya type show uh, which I, I'm horrible for not knowing the name of it but oh yeah um, it's just a story with black people yeah in. yeah not like, a story like why about, can, can we yeah. normalize black people and not and not just bombard it with the oppression which is probably yeah. giving a part of this country a sense of satisfaction sure sure yeah, it's a good question I um I am kind of proud of uh, by the way, Zendaya's show is called Euphoria. I was going to say sober, but yeah, Euphoria. It's the opposite of sober. Um, well, I, uh, Caleb, let me I interrupt real quick. Of... I'm sorry. Can you yeah, try ahead, to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, 
a lot of as we know the argument for uh, race relations is that it was in the past so these shows keep showing it in the past <laughs> yeah that's the thing maybe yeah, the, boy, the boys the boys the boys is talking connective... about it in the future yeah we need some stuff with some connective tissue anyway yeah, yeah. sure I w- I'm kind of proud of Lovecraft Country existing right now because one of the biggest things I've mentioned um, when it comes to science fiction and specifically H.P. Lovecraft is how there are a lot of artists that we don't give much spotlight because they were actually terrible fucking people. Um, we're kind of going through that largely now with a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have H.P. Lovecraft who like was a eugenicist and a racist and like a terrible dude and it's all throughout his his uh, his writing. And then finally we get the first like mainstream popular, well-produced Lovecraft fiction that's focused on the fact that it's racially charged. And so, like, that is the reason I want to watch Lovecraft Country. I'm not a big horror fan. Y'all know this. But, like, I'm interested in this show because I'm happy to finally sit in a chair and watch someone talk about how fucked H.P. Lovecraft was when it came to portraying black people. Mm -hmm. Um... Outside of that, though, I'm 100% in this in the same boat as all y'all. That, like, I could be fine if I just got, like, more shit about black people, not about uh, <laughs> black people a... having to move out of and uh, out from under the boot. You gave us a drama, supernatural, sci-fi show, and you still made it about race. I just want a little bit more. Like, yeah. <laughs> like normalcy. Yeah. That's all. Yep. But, sure. but honestly... Uh, Journey Smollett, which is uh, Jesse Smollett's sister, um, you know the guy, uh, mm-hmm. Empire, mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago Scandal. She's amazing. Jonathan Majors is amazing. Everyone in that you show is, is absolutely what? amazing. And of course, I am a lifelong Michael K. Williams fan. Yeah, Michael so, K. Williams can do no wrong. We talked about we him on the community podcast. Do no wrong. Yeah, he's great. Uh, we were talking on the community podcast. Like, how do you get blessed with? Uh, great acting talent, a facial scar that makes you fit in as the badass in everything you're cast in, and also a good enough voice that you can voice act whenever you want. <laughs> like, yeah. Michael K. Williams won the fucking lottery. Um, you know the story behind his scar? No, I'm sure it's fucking badass, though. Night, New York City bar fight. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Wow. Yep. But he was he was already an actor, and... Oh, damn, so there's, like, shit of him before the scar? And I, then after? I think he was theater, dude. That's awesome. Uh, That's I think awesome. He was, I think he was theater. Yeah, I remember reading a story about Sean Bean getting in a deep, bar bro. fight that... and getting stabbed and then telling the paramedics to leave him the fuck alone and just stayed and drank with his girlfriend. <laughs> That's That scar is deep, dude. That that fight cleaved him in half. You know yeah, but I mean? Michael, That's Michael a deep K. Scar. Yeah. That's deep, man. Yeah, that right. was a nasty cut. That's a, that's a New York thing where they, they take a razor blade and cut you in your face. They call it a buck 50 if they get your neck. Like, that's a, like, so, like, what happened what to him fuck? is a New York City thing. It's fucked yeah. up. It's a Colombian necktie. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. Horrible <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. <laughs> you know why the show's... They you know, cut you your know, throat and pull your tongue out. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I said I can imagine, and Ben was like, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't want to leave anything up to imagination. I guess, yeah. Uh, you guys know why they're called the Peaky Blinders, right? No. Ah, they wore they wore flat cap. I'll tell you, they wore flat caps, right? Like the Stetsons, and they tucked razor blades in the backs of them so they could take their caps off and swing them at your face and blind you. 
because they had blades in the peaks of their caps. They were peaky wow. blinders. They would swing the peaks of their caps at you Ugh. and cut your face with them. That sounds dreadful. Yeah, it's fucking awful. They, they sound nice. They sound like nice people. I mean, Cillian Murphy is a, a force in that show, so, you know, I'll watch it anyway. Um, aside from shows, we yes. dove into... I don't know how we got an ad. I don't know either. Uh, but it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, it's all our bounties this month. Uh, oh, yeah, shit. Spell break. That's a thing. Yeah. You guys like uh, it? I had a great time with that. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yep. Did you play it? You said you played mm. the, the tutorial and were like, nah. Yeah. Did you play a game that wasn't full of bots? No, I didn't play. I, did, I just, I just was it just wasn't for me. Oh, on okay. first impression. Sure, sure. That's, uh, I mean, if, if as long as it's not a, I watched the trailer and it's not for me. As long as it's a, I tried to play it for a little bit. It was like, nah. Yeah, but you know what, dude, I'm not, I'm not into magic video games. Like, I'm not into it. Just sure. not my thing. I can't That's... think of any video game involving magic. You didn't spend a lot with. of time in, uh, at McDonald's as a kid, where they would constantly ask you if you believed in magic. No one ever in the in the New Jersey hood McDonald's <laughs> that I frequented. No one ever asked me if, <laughs> if I believed you in magic. You got asked that in McDonald's in the no, yeah, yeah, it was the ad campaign. Oh, okay. campaign in the eighties. Do you believe in magic? Can you imagine a kid or someone walking up to a kid at McDonald's and be like, "You believe in magic?" That dude's getting the fuck beat out of him. I got a van outside with candy in it. <laughs> it's magic candy. It's magic candy. Um, you know, I like Spellbreak. Um, it's Wait, it's interesting. It's one of those games where like I was like, eh, we'll see how it is. And then jumped into it and fell for the, 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 the first solo game I did. I fell for the conceit. I was like, damn, I won my first game. I might be good at this. And then later Ben was like, yeah, the first game is full of bots. And I was like... Yeah, I, I felt really good about my first game, too. <laughs> oh, in the first game, like, oh, shit, I'm great at this. I was like, I had yeah. six kills. This was dope. And I was like, some people are bad at this. And then I realized the people that were bad at it were fucking bots. I was like, oh, all right, well. But we did win a couple of games the other night when it was me, Ben, and Mo. And those felt good. Um, yeah. Actual games where we did actual damage. I had a couple of kills that were long range and very tasty. Um, that yeah. I liked a lot. <laughs> Very tasty. Very I tasty. Like the, uh, I like the traversal. Like, you know, it's not you're not just running for 20 minutes. Yeah, you're like flying you're, around. You're flying, super jumping, mm -hmm. skating on ice, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's fun. I'll, I'll yeah. pick it back up. Um, it needs a it's little polish. It's an early access still, so. Yeah, it know, needs a little polish. It's not exactly pretty. The special effects are neat, but it just feels kind of fun. It feels kind of flat and empty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. It just felt like a early access sandbox in a way. So, mm -hmm. But the mechanics are great, so... And, uh, yep. I know a game that everyone likes. Oh. Super Mario Brothers 3. Star Wars Squadron. Yeah. See, so you say this... Let's, let's not beat around the bush here. I have video queued so that we can play it while we're talking about it. This game is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's like one it of the most lot. solid flight games I've picked up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It feels good. It does have a good game feel. That's it for feels sure. Really good. Yeah. And, and, um, go ahead. Hey. I'm into the story. Hey, Ryan's here. Oh, hey, Ryan. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got, uh, I've got Star Wars up on the screen, so don't worry yeah, about like having your camera not set up. It's um, Tech, you're about to say it's a, it's a what? You said the one of the best feeling. Yeah, no, no, like picking up a flighter, a, a flight game, 
uh, it's always for me hit or miss, right? Whether I'm gonna like it or not. Sure. Uh, the Battlefront flight mode, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Like it's, it felt because it's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just wasn't fun. Yeah. But this one, I feel like you can pick up the controller and you can swing and fly through debris and do spins, and it's easy. It's it's not easy, but it's it's intuitive to the controller. It feels yeah. really good. I know you guys have like flight sticks. <laughs> I don't yet. Caleb was Caleb. I want gift, one. Caleb was basically gifted one, and I imagine if he wasn't, he might not have one right now because they're not easy to get. And, and the ones expensive. you worth having are all marked up at least two hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had I got very lucky, and someone took a SciTech X fifty two to GameStop, uh, and just wanted to get rid of it, and we couldn't figure out how to put it in the system in a way that it would sell. So it just sat in the back, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, maybe someday. Uh, and then Flight Sim came out. Oh, you know what? I didn't even take it. We had a guy that we would sell stuff for resale. And uh, he took it home. And then I found out Flight Sim was coming out and my PC was going to be able to deal with it. So I was like, can you bring it back? And he was like, yeah, I haven't sold it yet. So he gave it back to me. Uh, and so I tried it with Flight Sim and it was cool. And then all along, though, I was waiting for this. And I told Ben the first night we played, like, I spent an hour before getting into a game with anybody, like, remapping controls. And then yeah, the next day, spent know. another hour in practice mapping it again. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and, like, now I have... I can manipulate power and shit with, like, one thumb while, like, changing the throttle and boosting with another hand. And it's fucking great. It feels really fucking good. Um, I like Tech, you said you were getting into the story. The story's good. Is it like, good? I enjoy it. it. All right. Um, it's not bad. I like, I like, you know, the first mission, you have a defector. Is that, yeah. am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. Yep, you are. Yep. It's just, it's, it's dope. I just, I just enjoy it. I enjoy Star Wars. I enjoy the flight. I want it makes you makes me want a flight stick really bad. Sure, I'll find one. I just got to be patient. You know, I just can't pull the trigger on something <laughs> on something that overpriced. <laughs> so um, terrible. Uh, yeah, the X fifty six looks insane. Um, it's actually got a twin throttle, so if like you're playing flight sim and you've got multiple engines, you can split it in half and like put more power into one side anyway that's not why i want it it's like looks really durable and it's got those silver toggle switches this is the the SciTech. Sci yeah it's yeah. either SciTech or logitech it's because logitech now owns SciTech. but the x56 looks great there's an x56 oh, uh dude. rhino an xbox i know not right now it does on their website it was like 150 200 oh shit. yeah but it's sold out of course then there's the x56 rhino which is like super military utilitarian colored oh, with looks... like black and yellow uh, hazard stripes on it, which is incredible. And then if you want to be a complete psychopath, you could go with the Logitech Warthog. Or no, Thrustmaster Warthog, which is an A-10 replica for like $1,000. It's all metal parts, and it weighs like 20 pounds. Like, it's all like industrial built. Oh my god. Right. The, the heavier the better, though, right? You want a heavy... Yeah, heavy. so mine has like suction cups on the bottom of it to keep it on my desk, and I frequently pull them up. But... It also has um, holes in the four corners of each one so that I can bolt it to whatever desk I want to bolt it to. Yep. That's, That's going nice. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to happen <laughs> soon. Um, I know somebody that welds. That's all I'm saying. That welds? And that you welds. You welded to your desk. No, no, no. We can make <laughs> something that can hold this. Oh, yeah. That mounts to, that won't mount to the floor, but that like maybe a chair is mounted to in a way that your body weight is holding this thing down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I linked a couple incredible. things in the Nerdy Bits chat. Uh, everything from a full rig that you sit in 
that comes with a chair to something that's just like the letter C, if you will, that yeah. that you can put your feet in on the mm. bottom of it, and then it sees up like a desk, uh, and then it's got a platform in the middle, and then a changeable platform you can put on the left or right, so if it's a gear shift or a throttle. Dude, so. fuck, fuck a flight stick. How about a, uh, like the actual flight How about a yoke system? <laughs> oh, the yoke? Well, that would be accurate to a TIE fighter, because TIE fighters actually use a yoke. Yeah. But uh, I think that I can't speak for the Y wing, but I know the A and X wings are just regular flight sticks. But I think, and the X wing has the stick in the middle, like a World War II plane, which is interesting because that's what Georgie used for inspiration for the first movie. But, um, anywho, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about getting into it. Uh, the Xbox controller is not enough for advanced players. Um. I do like all the intricacies with changing systems and stuff, but it feels a little bit like, like thumb wrestling at times. Like it's really tough yeah. to get around a controller, I bet and a, fly. I bet a uh, uh, elite controller would be more very more helpful with the paddles. It is and it isn't, because the paddles are just duplicates, and not extra buttons. And this is the so biggest complaint I've had it. the last week. Nope. So it's not. No, I have the um, razor. I have the Razor Wolf Wolverine, and it's basically the exact same thing as an Elite with slightly different design. But both that and the Elite, the paddles are not extra buttons. They are duplicate buttons, face, you know, reassignables. So it's not buttons one, two, three, four, like a joystick, like a flight stick, I mean. Mm -hmm. And that's such a missed opportunity. If if we could dis designate those buttons as extra buttons, I'd be probably I'd be set. I would probably stay with a controller instead of a joystick. But because I can't, I have to go flight stick. And I might even go rudder pedals. That's how insane I might go. Yeah, I might go with rudder me, pedals. Someone told me you're into this like I'm in the apex. Bro, he said that he stated that exactly. He's this like, is this my, is going to be is my, my apex. apex. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going to be this week, but uh, and it's going to be real hard with this big check coming not to blow some of it. But I'm going to go full nerdcore at some point because uh, uh, this is a little. It's I don't think it's too hyperbolic. If anybody knows the history of X-Wing or Star Wars flight games, they haven't built a game like this in 25 years. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, there was a bunch of games exactly like this built for IBM 386, 486s back in the day, if anybody knows what those are. <laughs> no, I have no yeah. idea what you just said. Um, those, that's, it's a grade of, of processor. But therefore, an entire era of PC gaming. So, um, this was back before, uh, Pentiums and stuff like that. And back before, boy, what was after Pentium? But yeah, de definitely before multiple processors and stuff like that, like we have now. So old school, right? But they built, uh, the first game is called X-Wing. It plays exactly like this. Then they had TIE Fighter, which was a follow-up where you played in the Imperial side. Then they made a weird little X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, which is strictly PVP. That didn't do real well, but it was cool. It was all remastered and beautiful. Then they had a story-based one called X-Wing Alliance, where you actually played a farm boy who lost his family in the war that joined the Rebel Alliance. The story was fucking awesome. And you actually played something that looked like the Millennium Falcon, but wasn't. It was like another Karelian transport. And, yeah. and then in the end, you actually took out the second... Yeah, you helped... You actually piloted... I think you helped pilot the actual Millennium Falcon take out the second Death Star or something like that. Uh, awesome story, and then that's it. They never made another one ever again. So since then, 
I had to play like Battlefront and enjoy it. <laughs> Even though Battlefront was this really weird, like, hamstring version of a flight sim. Because if I don't know if you remember, uh, when you push left in Battlefront in a it flight like mode, rolled for you, you would it? roll and turn. Ugh. And I'm such a hardcore flight geek that I need that to be two different things. But yeah. uh, and it just wasn't as good. And anyway, this is everything we've always wanted. Long, already long story short, this is everything we've wanted for yeah. 25 years. And uh, the way that me and and uh, Bastard Bob and whoever else and Caleb and my parents or well, my, our parents collectively, my mom and Caleb's mom, are getting into this, and we're actually strategizing how to take down the turbo lasers first, or how to fly under the shields, or how to like all these stupid little Star Wars intricacies we've never been able to talk about before in a Star Wars capacity because like this is kind of the first of its kind at least in 20 years so I'm, I'm geeking out so hardcore that we can talk about strategy like we need two bombers two fighters and a support craft and we get to yeah. geek out in this hardcore game strategy but it's in Star Wars man yeah pretty good it, I'm so relieved that it didn't disappoint you know it's this and Cyberpunk are the two biggest my biggest releases this year and uh, I always try to keep my expectations low because I hate being, <laughs> you know, so geeked up that you're just like, well, it's cool, but it's not what I wanted. So I'm expecting Cyberpunk to be okay. It'll be okay. It'll be really pretty, but it'll just be okay. But if it's great, I'll be really pleased. But I, I expected this to fall flat somehow, and it really hasn't. It's small. There's like six stages, but we'll get there, right? Yeah, yeah. it'll grow. It'll grow. Yeah. Um, there's also, so, there's also so ships happy. that are left out. Like, I really want the Rebel B-Wing. Fuck, yeah, that, that fucking, fucking B-Wing. That thing's fucking awesome. Fuck. Um, yeah, that'd be so, another fighter. A slower fighter. I think the B-Wing's a bomber, isn't it? Mm, no, I don't think so. But it's got a lot of lasers. And... Yeah. Um, also, I could I see hero ships show up, like Slave 1 and shit. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that would mess with the... Uh, that would have to introduce a whole new... Like gameplay aesthetic or mechanic, where yeah. there's like one super powered ship on the battlefield. Yeah, I hate that. Actually, I don't know about that. Ignore that. Forget Be I said it. Bombers are already overpowered and annoying. So yeah. Um, it was more ships. Yeah. Maybe it'd make more sense. But if yeah. you only have five people and one of them is slave one, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's no good. Uh, yeah, but if yeah. you had fifteen people. And one save they slave could one. You on could them. you could send yeah ten people to go take out slave one real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they would do it. Five on five, maybe not. Maybe with the fleet battles, but they'd have to make the fleet AI a little more aggressive, so that you couldn't just stay in the slave one for. Yo, B wings I mean, are fucking the, lit. The, I want so bad. <laughs> the hero, the hero thing works in Battlefront because you've got twenty people on a team. Yeah, right. So I mean, right. if they will die if fast. they balance it out the same way, yeah, the hero will die fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, tech. Uh, do you see yourself putting a bunch of time into? Oh wow! Look at that. Into this. Yeah, I think so. And the reason I haven't is because I'm on this horrible sleep schedule. Like literally sure. the yeah. worst sleep schedule. Ever oh, since I got advanced. Ever since I got sick, I've been on this uh, sleep by ten, wake up at four in the morning, wide awake. So <laughs> sure, that sounds a lot of time Or is it ever since you turned forty? I mean, that's figured out. 
Dude, how dumb is that Thai defender? That's a. You know what? I'm a... gonna ignore that. I'm just leaving that, that comment on the crown in your in your, in your video. That, that, that was crown. That was something. That was that was heat. That was. It seemed a little unwarranted. <laughs> See, I don't know if we can get old era ships, but unless they introduce old era battles where we got like Clone War battles, that would be insane. So yeah, that was. Yeah, the Thai oh, advance is great. That's Vader's ship, basically. Do you know what's funny about this? Uh, this image I just put in the chat. It was made by Title Max. I don't know why they did that. Like the what? The company Title Max. What? Yeah, like look at the bottom. <laughs> it has yeah. on it. Title Max. That, makes no Max, that company. That makes yeah that one. Like the the hustlers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, fucking that one. <laughs> so they made this this incredible chart. <laughs> it's very good. Why the fuck did Title Max make this? Can I get one of these with my title? Like, is, is that <laughs> okay? <a> so, <laughs> there is a, a lot, there is a big lack of star uh, uh, battleships for sure mm -hmm. uh, in the Star Wars universe. Obviously, anytime you see the Rebels, it looks like like a swap meet, like a bunch of different people showed up. So, yeah. the Rebels obviously have a huge diversity with calamari cruisers and frigates and stuff like that. Um, calamari cruisers is always a funny name to me. Um, but uh, the spaceships isn't. Uh, there's not a lot to choose from in the spaceships department, if you ask me. There's uh, and, and like I said, there's a lot of them are multiple era, like across the Star Wars universe, like timeline. Yeah, sure. It'd so be if great you're if to they stay in the... this timeline, then not a lot to choose from, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be great if they went the battlefront route, where they decided like we're gonna have this one, which is OG trilogy, and then yeah. a first order um, set, <sighs> yeah. and then a um, trade war set. Clone War set. So you got like droid ships and Naboo ships. You've got clone and ships yo, and separatist yo. ships. Okay, now I'm a fledgling developer. And that's even a stretch to say. But I have been messing with game design for a long time. And I do know that space games are probably a lot easier than say a game like Uncharted mm -hmm. where you have to scale a castle and lasso a, a a branch, tree branch, and swing around with physics systems, and you know what I mean. Sure. So space combat, of all the AAA game design, is probably one of the easiest ones. That being said, I feel it's not too much of a stretch, or not a lot of people are going to call me out that just adding new ships to this should be pretty easy. <laughs> well, hold especially on, when you've got decades of sh of ship models that already exist. Like all you have to do is say, ILM, can I have a model of a Naboo starfighter? Thanks. Plug it in. Let's go. Right? Yeah, but I don't I know. Feel like... Somebody made a, a a fucking Millennium Falcon for <laughs> flight simulator, and they're not fucking even sucks. a developer. So yeah, I know, but yeah. I mean, they still did it. Yeah, yeah they did. They did. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. The this developer. game is right, very one de person, not a company. Yeah. Yeah. The the, 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 the only thing is though that there's a lot of balance that goes into this, and all of these ships feel mm -hmm. pretty distinctly different. Yep. Um. So. I would be okay if they added ships, but they need to do the due diligence of not just like here's yeah, a ship. Slap them in there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because like that's why Overwatch puts out a character every six months because it takes six months to balance them first. Yeah. You don't want to just throw a ship in and be like, oh, this ship's hitbox is too small for even the auto tracking to hit consistently. So yeah. uh, it's, what if it's OP. just uh, what if it's just an analogy like you've got three or four fighters to choose from and you don't have to balance them; they just look different. I mean, that's yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. There's Three some Star Wars purists somewhere who would be like, I'm sorry, the Naboo Starfighter is not the same speed as an X-Wing. Like, you know that exists. <laughs> so. Well, the, the YouTube channel I stumbled into was using some old Star Wars training manual 
to like instruct players on how to do like sh- space maneuvers. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Which is really cool. <laughs> People are such huge nerds, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, it's great. It's there was great. a B-Wing expansion to the original X-Wing game, I think. The B-Wing's dope. I'm, I want it. I want it. Big flying you, cross. Right, so it's, it's, a, it's a fighter, by the way. Yeah, it is. Would anyone want the Millennium Falcon to show up in this game at any point? Would, show that, up? Is, sure. Is it... Do you mean like in the campaign or in the multiplayer? In the multiplayer. Like, Well, like Ryan said, it's, we're going to have to find a way to balance that. So I I what think if you put the, the whole ba- team in one ship. <laughs> I I think the the balance hard. the balance could be like if Slave One shows up, then the you know the Rebels get the Millennium Falcon at the same time. Like they put the two ah, rival ships together. Ah, like great. Like like they they make it say like you know uh, reinforcements have have arrived, and like the, mm-hmm. either the last person that died or like the person that's got the highest skill can take that role. Or yeah. like whoever has the highest like you know kill multiplier or something like that, make it to where it's e- an even base field still because mm-hmm. it's one to one now. And if you, you know die, I, like about, I mean that's pretty shitty. You know, what you know did you're like out of luck. One is they gave those super units to the to the team that was behind. Oh yeah, I sure. Love that. Yeah, yeah, if your team was losing, you got like the fucking the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a smart way to keep uh, people like, oh, we might be able to win this. Um, yeah. The, suffice it to say that this game has caught a couple of us by the teeth and has yeah. the potential to get the rest of us. Now, I know, Sarge, you're not a um, a fan of uh, air battles, dogfight, dogfighting, um, mm-hmm. and which I don't hold against you because dogfighting in fucking Battlefield blows. It's the worst. It's, it's very <laughs> difficult. It's the worst. As a, life, as a lifelong... Person who loves vehicles and flying, I don't enjoy battlefields flying. Just like Tech said, it's just. Like I like fun. the helicopters. I said it was hard, and I didn't want that to bounce off you, Tech, because like, that sounds elitist. Uh, I don't like it either. <laughs> so I didn't the mean to say it's birds hard, nice. as in like a as a skill ceiling, but hard on as in like, it's just not. Yeah, it's just not fun. Yeah, the helicopters yeah. are great. The planes yeah. can suck a suck a stiff one. Um. Yeah. Is there anything else that's new in September that we haven't talked about in our last couple of minutes as we wrap up? Um, Sarge, All welcome right. to the show. Obviously, your voice kind of popped in there. Um, yep. Oh, Rocket League uh, went free-to-play in the middle of September. Uh, actually, no, like the end of September, like the 23rd or some shit like that. And yep. Sarge and I have been on that. Um, what do you think of the... Actually, this is this is good. What do you think of the completely different challenge system? Challenge system's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, it needed improved, but I mean that's all I re- yeah, all I can really, really say. I mean I, I haven't really like fully gotten into, but like claiming rewards is kind of stupid. I wish it would just give them to you because if you haven't yeah. claimed your rewards, they just kind of sit there until you go and like click on them, and then you can claim it directly. It's like oh, okay. You they could used have just, just given this to me. They, cool, thanks. Yeah, they used <laughs> to just give it to you when you leveled up. But other than that, I mean, I think having a better um, like challenge system is awesome because you get more XP for it too, and you get different items. Like they give you like loot crate stuff instead. Yeah, that stuff's kind of cool. They give you a little random drop box instead of just XP. Um, I do. We've also, I, I oh, do hate the fact that they brought the fucking llamas from Fortnite into it though. Yeah, the well, battle, it's epic. And the epic Fortnite it, Fortnite battle bus is in it. It's like, good lord. Yeah. Do you like, play I know, the bus or 
Yeah, you can play as the bus. Is you it can a drive mini bus? bus or a it's a it's, giant it's, Yeah, it's mini. It's the, it's the okay. same size as other cars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they giant cars if, into that, just if they had a, a rocket boost and it's just a bunch of Fortnite players flying out the back, I would dig it. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. But they don't have that, that, so Damn I don't it. like it right now. <laughs> Dude, if you were like doing aerials this. across the field and they were just like players parachuting onto the field, it'd be great. It'd be great. Or just ragdolling behind the bus. Yeah, <laughs> or just fucking getting thrown out like corpses. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, as soon as I found out that game got picked up by Epic, I was like, oh, we're gonna see Fortnite shit. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, see Fortnite totally shit. That's, that's just how it is. Um, I'm glad that it only goes to like October 12th or something like that, and then the Fortnite shits, right the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what other things they mix in there though, because they've got all sorts of opportunities to add other stuff. Um, yeah, they, there's also we saw a the huge player base. I was gonna say yeah. we saw a huge spike in player base. We went to jo- join casuals and like on Xbox it would be like 43,000 people are playing this game, and 7,000 are in casual playlist or whatever and like we jumped in the other night and it was like four hundred thousand people are playing this game and we were like at one a.m at one in the morning at one o'clock in the morning people. there was yeah i think uh, at two o'clock we looked and it was like six hundred and fifty thousand. yeah because europe like, was waking up and playing yeah, <laughs> it was like insane. god damn this is nuts uh and luckily not many server issues with it um matchmaking is very quick there's a new yeah. tournament system all sorts of stuff September was a good month for for new things, and October is pretty fucking slow. Um, I gotta say something. Oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> what you got? Apex Legends, dude. They yeah. uh they dropped this week the aftermarket collection event, and introduced oh. the limited time mode. Uh, that is arguably their best time mode, like a limited time event that they've put out. Oh. Uh, it's called it's called Flashpoint. Okay. There's no there's no shields, no syringes on the map. Um. So if you get into, you have to go to these uh, like these circles that will heal you. That's the only way you can heal during the game. And Not even if you have map, a lifeline. If your lifeline can heal you, but she can't heal your shields. There's no there's no sure. shield he- healing. Sure. Okay. Um, and with and they introduced crossplay uh, this week. Right. Oh shit! So, really? Yeah. So Xbox and P and um, PS4 can play together, and you can play with PC if someone on your team is playing on PC. Nice. Um, so that's it's huge. Um, Cause hmm. got an heirloom. Uh, is for is, this is Gibby? Huh? Is it for Gibby? No, I said Caustic has the heirloom. Oh, is it? Oh, I think yeah, I yeah. thought you said they have an heirloom. I didn't. I didn't know you named. I thought yeah, isn't it like a hammer or something. Yeah, it's, a, it's called the Death Hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, pretty okay. Dope. Oh, I'm debating if I'm going to drop $150 to get it. Sure. But. Every hammer is a death hammer if you use it the right way. Yeah. $150. Right. If you're going fast enough. But, yeah, it's really fun. I know you guys are, you know, stick, uh, t- put your toes in a little bit on an Apex, and it's really worth it right now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they dropped an LTE. Uh, LTE. I'll, I'll definitely give it another shot. Um, yeah, I took, like, a week off of that game and then, like, got into a bunch of other shit and was like, no, fuck. <laughs> Now I want to play this, this, and this, and this. Yeah, and Which this, is not, and this. It's, it's healthy. It's a healthy thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. unhealthy with my video game <laughs> playing, but what you're doing is healthy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, if you just bang your head on the same wall for a long enough time, eventually it doesn't hurt anymore. Tech, right? Facts. <laughs> Facts, he says. Um, dope. That was a good bounties episode, y'all. Uh, do we have any other things that we can talk about real quick? We talked about shows and games. Uh, does anybody reading anything? I'm reading Dune. 
again. I need to, I need to I need to buy Dune so I can read it before the uh, next well, year. Well, two, good news, you've got extra time before, now. Yeah, <laughs> for twenty twenty three. Before twenty twenty twenty. Netflix show, a uh, documentary style thing, the social dilemma, really good. Um, it's yeah. a must watch for anyone, for everyone. Yeah, will, I almost uh, deleted Facebook like as. It oh, ended. I did. I did delete Facebook. Yeah, I still I, I haven't deactivated my account because so much business comes through it, but I don't have it on my phone anymore, wow. and I don't have it on my, wow. on my as as my home pop up. Um, but you know, it's it's a lot of things going to that too because Facebook is just so toxic. It's the worst. It I got rid of it for two months, logged in for a day, and I was like, nope, deactivated <laughs> yeah. the next day. <laughs> done. Yeah. Still I have, bad. I still, have, I still have Messenger on my phones in case I get a client who wants the graphics, but sure, I'm off of facebook i'm off that scene bro like and the social dilemma it lets you like really drives home the fact that we're kind of trapped in in this uh market and we're the product yeah 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 that's the most unsettling thing people say is when like you're doing something and it's free it's not the product you are i was like (laughs) (laughs) fucking hate that shit if you haven't seen it watch it it's all it's all ex workers of, um, on these companies, these these tech companies, these social media companies, it's something that very wor- it's very worth watching. Yeah, yeah, super down, um, super down to challenge my acceptance of of things. Um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, I don't know exactly when we're gonna do it. Um, I know that Sarge and Ben and myself all kind of got into a type of drifting game. So we're yeah. going to talk about those coming up. We were going to do it yep. for this episode, but one came out like two days ago, and we figured it'd probably be nicer. Well, uh, yeah, to let and we want to be relevant with, with squadrons. And yeah, a squadrons. Dr- a drifting game? What are you guys talking about? Yeah, so a game came out on the Epic Game Store and Steam, I think, um, but we bought it on the Epic Game Store called The Art of Rally, which was made by the guys who did the Zen of Drift, or Drift Master, or something. I don't remember what it was called. I played that game on Xbox a lot, though. And the Art of Rally is like this really pretty, simple, polygonal racing game that uses just like really minimalist art style to like paint these really, really nice vistas in the world. But you're doing like drift challenges and there's an open world to drive around in and shit like that. Um, but it's pretty. But it's like rally based. Yeah, that game's really dope. Played that a bunch. Um, and then name the other two, y'all, because I do not remember them. I, I decided I was going to pick one, because that's what I can afford. <laughs> Inertial Drift Inertial is the Drift. other one that just came to Xbox mm-hmm. here recently. It's a, a th- like, go ahead. There's a third one, wasn't there? Were we going to play a third game, I thought? Yeah, it was a Game Pass game. Oh, 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 the Hot Shots Racing. It's not really a Drift yeah, game, yeah. but... Oh my yeah, it's god, free, so Inertial game. Drift looks beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the... F- this is the game? It's, it's very fun. Yeah, the the whatever you're watching in any of the trailers is actual gameplay footage. Oh my god, that looks insane, dude! Is yeah. this the twin it's, stick? Is this the twin stick drifter that we were initially yeah. like, no? I was yeah, originally I was, yes. Ryan was like, oh, I don't know about that. Say <laughs> yeah. less. Free on on Steam. What yeah, is it? Yes. That's what the trailer just said. What? I just paid twenty dollars for that bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, about no, to have it on Steam. No, too. just the prologue is free to play. Oh, the prologue oh. is free. Okay, I just opened Steam so fast. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so click, where's it no, at? No, it's not. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's uh, gorgeous. This game looks and they've wild. Got, they've got different difficulties of vehicles, too, which is really cool. Like, um, the one that you use in the tutorial, 
it drifts a hundred percent different than like the the high horsepower one that you can pick in one of the other game modes um you have to do different things to make it drift instead of just mashing the gas or slamming on the brakes or the e-brake or anything like that so it's a it's something that you got to learn but it's it's very fun to play does it have yeah, online it's... multiplayer is my question because it just the trailer just said local split screen and i hate I think when games are like you can only play with people next to you it's i think it's head to head that's how life used to be so yeah but it's I quarantine do, I do tech i can't that. do that anymore. it hasn't been like that in i can 20 I'm years <laughs> tech's like fuck I'm it i'm dude <laughs> all right kicking it but anyway we all want to talk about drift games we may do that next week um but look forward to that because we all have thoughts on these and we all like racing games to an extent and when you take away all of the other mechanics of importance of a racing game and just make drifting the focus it seems that yeah i don't know i have more fun when i'm not focused on like all of the things just one also dirt five is coming out in on the 5th of november and i'm gonna be all about that that's gonna be my apex what game dirt five dirt five oh yeah 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 um yeah, Tokyo Drift, Tech. Absolutely. My one mm-hmm. of one of my favorite Fast and Furious movies, specifically Never for the driving. It. I've seen all the movies except that one, dude. Homie, the oh, driving wow. in that movie's great. The acting in that movie's fucking That's the last movie awful. that had anything to do about driving, didn't it? Basically, it's got Bow Wow in it. Does that help? It's got <laughs> No, it does not. <laughs> Shod. You should shot. see his car. <laughs> is it small? No. That's it's fucked up. Dumb. It is. It's really dumb. I'm not gonna say We're it. Not gonna, not gonna I won't. I'm not gonna now spoil you, it, dude. Now you have to watch it. <laughs> I gotta Google it. No, I'm not watching it. I'll Google it. No, Wild homie, Wild watch Star. that movie. Watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, you have to report back next week. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna look at it, but I'm not. I don't know if I can watch it, but I'll try. <laughs> no, Tech, this is your assignment. Before we podcast next week about drift games, you have to watch Tokyo Drift. I thought I was gonna play a drift game for for next week, but if well, I have to watch this movie, you have homework. You no, it's just playing a drift game. Fine. Tech gets tech gets the extra assignment. You know what? This makes me want a VPN. Because if I just if I had a VPN, I could just watch Tokyo Drift from another country. If they don't have it here, that was what? random. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I, I'm, I'm looking up Tokyo Drift streaming, and it, it hopped up Netflix Japan. Oh yeah, so. yeah. That shit's. Uh, when I was in Scotland, I was watching Brooklyn Nine Nine on Netflix, and I was like, "What's fucking happening?" This is great. Then came home and was like, oh, it's all localized. Stupid. Anyway, that's going to do it for our show, y'all. Um, yeah. Before we wrap up completely, we're going to go through everybody's tags. Ben is going to find us a, a fun fact. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going to you know, do the do the damn thing. But uh, if you want to follow anything the website does, you can go to nerdybits.com. Follow us on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. Or support us on Patreon. Or watch our streams like you are doing right now, if you're watching the stream right now. Uh, the episodes go up on Friday. You can follow me at Lubwub. Um, Sarge, where can people find you? Sergeant Sodium everywhere. Everywhere. Tech, where can people find you? Tech Supreme everywhere. I love the, the rolled R in the <laughs> Supreme. Supreme. the best. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Everywhere at Sketch Sawyer. Dope. And I got two books coming out this month. Fuck I yeah. Graphic novel compilation of my first series and the first issue of the next series, both coming out in a couple weeks. So, Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Get those great, grab, grab those graphic novels. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Support his art. It's good. Um, 
Do you have a fun fact for us, Ben? I have two small ones. All right. Well, let me play the little intro for our Smurf facts. Smurf facts. Oh, yeah. Boom. So, two small facts. Let's go. I uh, haven't been hitting with quality, so I'm going to do like a fact shotgun. So let's just try to... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, plain and simple. Cleopatra lived closer to the time of the moon landing than the construction of the pyramids. Mm. Wow. F- fuck. Do you guys okay. know historically Cleopatra was actually not super not pretty? Yeah. <laughs> actually considered fugly. <laughs> kind of an uggo. Technically fugly. <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically Scientists fugly. Scientists and doctors agree that she was fugly. It's, but but monetarily it's in gorgeous. ancient scripts. No, but she they, was they, like they she found was, new scripts. <laughs> she's, she's been like touted as one of the best sirens ever because she was able to romance, like seduce kings. the world. Yeah, like kings, yeah. bro. Like yeah. she was like the shit on something. Like she was, she was doing something. Hey, fours are valuable, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last one to the uh, top, make it drop. <laughs> the last one's gonna make everybody sleep well. Uh, it would take one million, two hundred thousand mosquitoes, all sucking at the same time to drain a human of blood. That's funny. <laughs> nice. <dude>. Uh, <laughs> nice. Now, if anybody, any mathematicians want to figure out, like, how, you know, the, the square much, inches, like, how many, yeah. the, you know, could fit if you have that much surface area, probably. I bet you have that much surface area. You're not going to like the areas they have to reach. But... <laughs> <laughs> not going to sleep at night now. Jeez. Going to have paint skittos. <laughs> wow. And that's oh, it. <laughs> we got to go. This is it. We have to go. Um, no, thanks Play to. Play out, Johnny. <laughs> Thanks, dude. No taker uh, for our theme song, Into the Light, from the EP Pathfinder. Monster Cat gives us all our music um, that you hear on stream, pre-stream and post. Um, we'll be on playing something after this. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to be playing. We know what Ben's going to be on. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Be safe. Um, yeah. If you never did, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week for another episode, hopefully about drift shit, because... Games. Bye. Peace.